Now for some stock picking strategies for you in a volatile market. Sean O'Hara is with us, president Pacer ETFs. Thanks so much for being with us. So no doubt we've had a lot of back and forth action. The theme and the path of least resistance has really been to the downside. Though this week people are seeing some green. What are your thoughts? What's your reaction to the volatility we've been seeing in the markets and will it continue? Uh, well, thanks, Nicole. It's good to see you and good to be on with, be on with you. I think you should expect to continue to see this kind of volatility going forward. You know, there's a lot of conflicting you know, reports in the news about what's going on. The Australian central bank's move was less aggressive than people thought. And I think some people interpreted that as, you know, that the global central banks would start to ease. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think the Fed here in the United States has continued, is committed to their path. And so that's going to make things challenging. And so in an environment like this where you have, you know, uh, Fed hiking high interest rates, inflation as a challenge, if you're going to be an equity investor, uh, it makes uh, the most sense to us to own stocks that generate a high free cash flow yield. And what a free cash flow yield is in layman's terms is it's the total purchase price to buy the entire company divided into how much free cash flow you get in return. And the reason that's important in this environment is that it, it does two really important things. One is it gives you a current return that's not diluted by higher interest rate costs and inflation. And the other thing is that those stocks are better to handle higher financing rates in a tightening cycle. Right, understood. So at this point now, um, you're looking at what's going on. You're in the midst of a tightening cycle, as you noted, and you're looking for certain sectors, sectors like healthcare and energy, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, healthcare is an interesting uh, sector. If you look at all healthcare compared to all the other sectors, it's literally the only sector who has not seen their stock prices exceed their earnings growth for the last six or seven years. Technology, for example, exceeded its earnings growth by almost three times. And so if you wanted to be defensive in this environment, buy stocks that are growing at rates slower than their earnings as opposed to buy stocks whose stock prices are going up greater than earnings. You want to own those kind of stocks in a growth environment. You want to, in this environment, you want to own stocks that don't have as much um, exposure to what we would call multiple contraction, which always seems to happen in these types of environments. And then the other side of the coin is energy. Uh, I love the chart you had on earlier with your technical guy. Um, you know, I think the next $10 move in oil is more likely to be up than down. Um, and the energy companies have been basically minting cash as the uh, oil prices have gone up, but more importantly, since they've sort of cut back on CapEx. And so in this environment, they're poised to buy back stock, they're poised to reinstate or grow their dividends, uh, and the free cash flow in the energy sector is still growing faster than the stock prices. I know we had a little pullback because we thought we would have a recession and some demand destruction, but over the last couple of days, the fund that owns the most healthcare and, and, and energy for us was up almost 9% in these last two days when the market was up like 5 or 6%. Um, and so that's, you know, those are fairly defensive ways to invest in this environment until, until we move into, and it's probably going to be some time, the next growth phase of the stock market. Yeah, and you know what's interesting? I know you just repositioned your COWS ETF and you beefed up what was in there, including energy, right? Tell me a little bit about that. What changed in the COWS ETF? Well, I mean, it's formulaic, so it's a rules-based strategy. So we use free cash flow yield to screen the Russell 1000. And we basically select the 100 stocks that are profitable in the Russell 1000. We, don't, we, don't, we throw out all the unprofitable stocks. And then what's, from what's remaining, we pick the 100 stocks with the highest free cash flow yield, and we weight them by their free cash flow, and we cap every name at 2%. And so. 
I was looking at the year-to-date returns on that fund earlier today. Uh, it's down a little bit more than 4% in the markets that's down like 20 to 22 and where large cap value is down like 15 to 16. So it's been a, a good performer in a very, very difficult environment, which probably is uh, the reason it's been one of our better asset gatherers amongst our ETF family this year. Right, understood. So you said energy uh, went to about 27% weighting from 13%, yeah, right? And I think, uh, yeah, went up. 24. Yeah, energy went up because the free cash flow yield in the energy sector rose because they're not spending money developing and drilling and exploring. It's all coming to the bottom line. And healthcare, is, as I said earlier, the stock prices are lagging both their free cash flow growth and their earnings growth. So they, they have continued to sneak up in terms of weight. But these are not active decisions, Nicole. I just want people to understand that it. it's just a pure formula based approach, but it's worked really, really well. For the last six years, the fund has been a top performer in its category, according to Morningstar. Yeah, and you watch PEs really carefully, and you try to pick PEs that are lower, generally. Um, tell me about some of the picks within the groups for Energy, Marathon, and ConocoPhillips. Tell me a little bit about those names and why they stand out to you. Well, we, we own both, both because they have free, high free cash flow yields, but we own both Marathons, both the, 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 the driller and the the downstream name um, again because you know the price of oil has had a big impact on their free cash flow and obviously they've sort of pulled back their horns conoco phillips the same way you know we own uh, other energy names chenier for example which is a, a natural gas play we own occidental we own chevron uh, we own phillips 66 we own a, a little refiner um, and so you know there's lots and lots of opportunities to buy stocks that are cheap on a relative basis on a free cash flow yield basis compared to the broad indexes and so that's why I think you see energy increase. I love what you said coming in here about the, the chips getting hammered. You know, we'll go through a cycle with a fund like ours where energy will wind up getting rotated out and we'll wind up picking up a sector like technology and particularly chips and technology when they get really, really beaten down. You know, the highest exposure cows has ever had has been to technology about two years ago. It was about 31% tech, but it's rotated away from that. Right, understood. And also I know in the realm of healthcare, you had Biogen and Regeneron. Well, I mean, who doesn't like Biogen if you own it after last week? I mean, again, it was lucky that it went into the portfolio, uh, perhaps, but the screen is what put it into the portfolio. And so we own some biotech, but we also own some broad-based healthcare. CVS is in the portfolio. Bristol Myers is in the portfolio. And again, you know, in this environment that can be a little scary for people, being defensive is not a bad thing to do until we sort things out. And, you know, when you're when you have a choice of buying stocks, like I've been saying all year, Nicole, to people, it's time for you to lower your P.E. on your portfolio before the market does it to you. Normalized price earnings ratios, if we had an 8 percent inflation rate, should probably be 13 to 15 times. We're still at 18. So I probably would say the same thing. You could probably lower your P.E. because the market's likely to do a little more of that to you. Um, and then there'll come a time down the road where it makes sense to expand P.E. So if you're going to be defensive, healthcare is a great place to be because the stock prices are going up slower than their free cash flow and slower than their earnings. Nice to see you. Sean O'Hara, thank you for all of that, all those details. We really appreciate it. President Thanks at Pacer ETFs, thank you.